Now, I'm joined in the studio today for the final hour of the show uh, by Joyce, Joyce Wadey. Joyce is the president of the American Women in Berkshire and Surrey. Thank you for coming in, Joyce. Thank you. Um, so let's talk about uh, the American Women in Berkshire and Surrey. Let's start with the history of the group. Um, how, when and why did it get started? So, um, yeah, so, I mean, we started as a club um, about 40 years ago um, last year in 20, or actually, I guess we're in almost two years now. 2021 was our 40th anniversary. Right. And it was founded by a group of uh, women who were, had uh, children at TASIS, the American school in Thorpe. And they were kind of just looking for a way to get, you know, ingrained into the community and kind of figure out, you know, a little bit what to do and how they should spend their time while they were here on expat assignments. And over the years, we've we've grown and we've expanded. Um, You know, we started as the American Women of Berkshire and Surrey. We now call ourselves AWBS International Women's Club because our, you know, our our, uh, member base is so much larger than just American women. So how many women do you have now? Um, We always range, you know, the ebbs and flows throughout the year because at the end of the at the end of school years, we see a lot of members leave to either move on to their next assignment or go back to their home countries or, you know, go to go to some other destination. Um, and, but then as the new year picks up it, you know, we, we gain members again. So we, we vary between 250 to 350 members. Wow. Yeah. Here, in, you know, over the course of a, over the course of the year or over, year to year. And as you said, it was American expats to start, yeah. but now you've got a whole host of national. Yeah. You know, it's, um, our marketing uh, VP, she pulled some good stats, uh, at the beginning of the club year. And she said, 46 is a good number because it's 46% of the club is has an American passport, but we represent 46 different countries. So we have members from all over the world. That 46 are, different yeah. nationalities in the club. That's yeah. amazing. Now, some people have multiple. You know? Some people have, have a couple <laughs> different passports that they carry. But um, yeah, so I mean, it really... The, the, when we made the change a few years ago to call ourselves, you know, AWBS International Women's Club, we really it was very purposeful because we knew that we represented a much larger audience than just American women, and we want any any women who are in Berkshire and Surrey for whatever period of time, um, and they're looking for a place to connect, a place to meet new people, um, and looking for ways to kind of get involved and see what the UK has to offer. Um, we've really, you know, we really want to welcome them into the organization. What I couldn't believe when I looked at the website was a number of activities that you've got going on <laughs> in any given month. How many do you run in a month, roughly? We, you know, it, it varies from month to month, but I'd say about on average, we're somewhere around 30 activities a month. Um, we have an amazing group of activity leaders who kind of each spearhead a different activity. Our, we have a great duo that runs our English history. We have someone who runs our art appreciation. We have love London walks. We have trips and travel. We have, we try to really cover, we have a a very devout group of tennis players in our, (laughs) in our midst. Um, And so we ought to say where you play, because I mean, that would encourage even more people to come because it's not just any old tennis club, is it? (laughs) Well, uh, well, so we, we, we hold our meetings at Wentworth Golf Club. Not bad. Uh, Not bad at all. It is a (laughs) lovely location. They have been very, very good to us. Um, But our, and and to be perfectly honest, I'm not a hundred percent sure where the tennis team actually plays. All right. Okay. We'll find out. We will find uh, out. Mrs. Richards will find out. Yeah. I can tell you that because she loves her tennis. So looking forward to that. Uh, so we talked about some of the activity groups that you've got. And, and it's as far as I can understand it, what you do is you become a member, mm-hmm. a bit like you did some years ago. Yes. And then you get opted in to do various things. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of people come in. They're excited. They're, you know, trying to find their feet when they're living in the UK, you know, whether if it's for the first time or a return visit. Um, and they um, and, and, you know, we just try to set up 
you know, if you we want if you want to be busy with us five days a week, we we almost have something for you. You know, something every day. But have you got anyone that attends everything? Like they, no. they really throw themselves into time. No, you there, they, there you? are some, there are some folks who are who probably hit a, you know quite a few activities. But you know, even myself, it's I can't I can't get to everything. So, so what events have you got coming up for the rest of the month? Can you give us a few examples? Um, let's see. We have our um, well, our English history class is getting underway again. Um, they do that kind of on a semester basis, so they do a series of classes in the fall. Sounds very serious. Well, but they have fun doing. Okay. Like it's it, it is serious. And I think it's a great I think people are really eager to learn, but they always have fun doing it. Okay. So and they do field trips and they'll go see things that, you know, are related to the class that they do. Um, we have a really great food explorers um, activity that has started up this year. And that's been wonderful because we've been getting to try a bunch of d- different restaurants in the kind of in the Berkshire Surrey area. We've been trying different places to to go. That's and, interesting. Yeah, so you just yeah. find a new restaurant to go to and you just going in yeah and you know it. like the one the, the very first activity this year was there's a um an asian food court in um uh stains and okay. and there's a lot of members who lived in singapore or lived in you know china or lived in right, other countries course. around the around asia and they all kind of we had probably like 20 people gathered together everybody kind of wandered around grabbed their grabbed their food and just kind of got to share that experience together um we also were able to visit a um an indian restaurant in slough for breakfast um, and it was kind of a neat twist on, you know, everybody knows their curries, everybody has their favorite. Um, but this was a you know different set of the menu that I hadn't experienced before and got to, you know, taste some, some, you know, it's and any member can absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, forward. we usually have, we usually have a, a cap, you know, like maybe 20, 25, depending on the size of the restaurant or okay. depending on the activity, depending on but the choice of restaurant can come from any member. Yeah. Um, there's one woman who spearheads it. Um, and, but she is always very willing to, you know, take suggestions or take opportunities to let someone else lead lead an activity too. So, and do you rate the restaurants after? Do you <laughs> give them any? Because that'd be quite interesting, actually. Yeah, see... no, we we haven't so far. We haven't so far, but I think so far I, everybody's been very excited about what they've been able to try. I'll bet. And you're going up to uh, London this week, I think, aren't you? Is that right, or is that gone? Um. At, well, there was a group. Uh, let's see. T- no, there was a group that was going to uh, visit Westminster Abbey today. Yeah, so they were getting a a private tour um, of Westminster Abbey, and and they were very, very excited about that. So let's go through those, um, the the groups again. So you've got a book club. Yep. uh, Gaming, fun, uh, country walks. Yes, country walks is extremely popular. Okay. Uh, So, and this, this takes you everywhere. We've gone, you know, gone gone along Henley um, in years past, and we're bringing it back this year is we do the Seven Sisters um, on the on the South Coast. Okay. And that's um, deceiving in how challenging it is, because it looks like it's not that hilly, but when you get out there, it's actually a little bit more so. But it's a beautiful, beautiful walk. Lovely. And as you mentioned, you do love London. So yes. Where, 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 where have you been to? What you've really enjoyed? Oh, um, so love London is it is actually been really fun. We we work with a tour guide and um, as you know, pick pick a different region, uh, pick a different area of London that we want to go explore. So we've we've done Chelsea, we've done Soho, we've done the theatre district, we have done um, Greenwich, we have done. Southwark, we have done, you know, like pretty much every nook and cranny you can imagine. And my husband's British and we've been coming back, you know, when we, we lived in the US for a long time. Yeah. Um, and before we moved back over here, you know, we would come back and we, we thought, well, okay, we kind of know, we kind of know London. He grew up here, you know, we thought we knew everything. 
And every time I'm on one of those walks, I find a different street, a different, you know, little nook or cranny that I didn't know existed. And my husband laughs at now. He's like, you know more about London than I do. And I grew up here. We had the same sort of experience, funny enough, because um, my um, younger lad's uh, girlfriend is from Brazil. So we thought, oh, well, you know, we do the London bus tour type thing. And you get on the bus and, you know, I thought I I worked in London for many, many years, traveled around Europe, but worked in London. I thought I know London pretty well. You listen in on the headphones, and I thought, I didn't know that. And I'm yeah. looking around me. I, I didn't, I've never seen that before. Yeah. And you miss so much. Yeah. And as you say, exploring different areas, particularly going to areas like Chelsea, yeah. which you know, quite quaint in places. Right, you know, right. Lovely places to go. Well, and like for me, we did, um, a, a couple of years ago, we did the Painted Hall in Greenwich just before, um, oh, yeah. just as, as soon as it opened from the res- renovations. It was such a great experience. I, I've taken plenty of visitors back there. It's not anything I would have known had I not gone on the walks and had not gone on the tour. And other groups, you do tennis, as you mentioned, you yep. do golf as well. We do golf, so yes. So where, where, where does the golf take place? Uh, the, in Windlesham Golf Club. That's Windlesham Golf Club. Yeah. Photography. Yep. Which would be nice. Um, and uh, you've got one-off travel activities as well, yeah. so you can just pick things up yeah, as um, it goes by. Since COVID, you know, that's, that uh, t- activity has slowed down a little bit, but we, we brought it back this year. We took a group of women to Champagne, region of France, and got to do some champagne tasting for a weekend. Can men come to these things <laughs> as well? <laughs> Do you ever get asked? Can we do, join? we do. And you um, say no. We we do. <laughs> we say no because uh, I think the the Cramp thing. Cramp the style. Well, if I, the thing I've always enjoyed as you know, being the mom in my family, I've been always been the one in charge of planning and coordinating and everything our trips. And when I get to go on these AWBS trips, I get to sit back and someone else takes in charge. Nice. Takes charge so no, that's, that's nice. Really and who can blame you? Now, just before we play the next track, tell us how much does it cost to become a member each year? Annual fee. So annual fees are eighty pounds um, and sixty pounds. Uh, for and I may have gotten that number wrong um, for senior members so anyone over the age of 60 we offer a discounted rate okay um, but then what we do is in January every year we do a half yearly membership so right. every all those prices are cut in half so okay. an, a regular membership would be 40 pounds and 20 pounds okay and then there's some form of price for each of the events yeah as well. we try to try to mix it up to make sure that we're not you know charging people too much money for all the yep. events but yeah um, yeah so i mean you know we'll, we'll do ascot and you know that has a that we'll get a couple tents at the at ascot and that'll have a fee um, we do some lunches but we also have like the country walks are always a free activity um, um you know and sometimes people choose to stay to have lunch at a local pub afterwards but we try to mix it up so that there's a variety of price points and a variety of activities that people can participate in. I fear now that Mrs. Richards has joined, I am going to become a widower because I can see her <laughs> doing so, so much. Uh, but of course, Joyce, you also have, I think it's a monthly meeting, we do. A sort of general meeting. In fact, when I saw that, my wife was going, I thought, oh, maybe it's the AGM. Maybe it's going to be a bit serious, but it's not like that at all, is no, it? No, we really, I mean, we, we try to make it as fun as we can. Um, you know, we, the, the purpose is kind of, we do a little bit of business, you know, kind of keep members updated on, on stuff that, that is happening in the club. Um, you know, towards the end of each club year, we have to vote for the board for the next year. So there's, you know, there's business that needs to be had, but we really, um, it's a great opportunity for people to kind of come in and just mingle and mix with other members. We have vendors that are there that um, have tables selling stuff and all, nice. all of the um, the vendor booths. Um, the fee for that goes towards our charities, which is lovely. Um, and then we usually have a guest speaker. And this month we were lucky enough to have Alexandra Shulman, who was the former British uh, Vogue editor. And she was fascinating. You know, she w- I mean, she, obviously it was great to hear her insights on fashion and magazines and, and that kind of glamorous world. But I really thought it was great listening to her talk about making like a midlife career transition, you know, and kind of what her thought process was and what got her to doing that. So what does she do now? So she, well, this was, 
she was at British Vogue for 25 years yep. and stepped back. Yep. And she's writing some books and she's doing a column. I think she said she's in the Sunday Mail. Um, and she's just doing some stuff like that. And it's just a different, you know, different different perspective for her to... to Great thing to do. As yeah, you say. absolutely. You do so many years in one profession. You also, I mean, you know, I come out of a similar background to yourself. Yeah. Right? You know, but in, in advertising, I know your PR. You know, I, I did reach a point probably about 30 years in, in advertising, I'm going, do you know what? I really ought to do something maybe a bit more <laughs> meaningful. Never quite got around to it. But uh, I think it's a really good thing yeah. that she's done. And, uh, and she has a book out at the moment, I believe. Yes, she does. It's called Clothes and Other Things That Matter. So she was kind of talking about that a little bit and, and you know, sharing that, sharing the story behind the book with, with And that, Mary so. was saying um, that, you know, when, when she was talking to the author, that, um, that you know, she was surprised that if you look at, you know, all of the brilliant fashionists that have been through Vogue and have been built by Vogue, you know, the one that she re- related to most was Victoria Beckham. Yeah, yeah. quite interesting. Yeah, no, absolutely. So when you do the, the club meetings, these, these monthly meetings, what venues do you use for that? So we, um, we've we used a variety of meetings around the area. Um, when I first joined, most of our meetings were at Great Foster's um, in Surrey, and that was a lovely, I mean, that was an awe-inspiring location as an American coming over okay. and walking up Fantastic to location. Henry VIII's hunting lodge <laughs> and get to go, wow, I actually get to sit in this room for a while <laughs> um and we do wentworth we've done stuff at the ascot race um race course which is such a fun venue because you the don't room... slum it you ladies no you? <laughs> no our sunita our programs uh, person she does an amazing well job done, sunita, se- doing a great exactly job. she she secures some amazing venues for us um and we also do stuff with coworth park as well Oh, so, brilliant. Yeah, Lovely locations. Yeah. Now, I've got some of the uh, previous guests that you've had on the, the names of. Let's just run through some of them. Sure. Anton Dubeck. Yes, he was He was, I, He was. was there before my time, but he, everybody still talks about what a wonderful presentation and wonderful speaker he was. So the guy that we should introduce you to, actually, thinking about it, who was on the program with me last year, a chap called Lance Ellington. Okay. So Lance um, is, I, I think, he's distantly related to Duke Ellington. Okay. Which will give you a clue. His father was Ray Ellington. Now, Ray Ellington was the guy that was conducted in the original Goon show years ago. Okay. Uh, and um, Lance's mum was Anita Wall, who was a actress and the first ever BBC Blue Peter female presenter. Oh, okay, okay. Lance is famous, um, very famous, but no one knows him. And the reason why, he did 16 years as a vocalist on Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> so he can sing anything. And, uh, you know, having had him in on the program, uh, he invited me up to Ronnie Scott's where he okay, was performing. Yeah, yeah. And he is utterly awesome. Ah, fantastic. fantastic. Voice. Have you had a chance to see him. And yeah. best friends, of course, with Anton, Anton Dubeck. Beck. There we go. Uh, then you've got, um, who else have we got? We've got Fernando Pire, if I pronounce that right, director of the Ivy. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I mean, again, what success the Ivy has had right. from the one very famous members club as such to now this straight sure, yeah. of uh, restaurants that yeah. they've got is brilliant um who else we've we got on here we have got uh tessa dunlop who's the television and radio presenter judy murray did you go to see judy murray? i did judy murray was fascinating she was um she was our first speaker of the year two two or three years ago and uh had a packed house you know everybody was really curious to come listen and talk and, and understand you know what her role in her role in establishing scottish uh, tennis and you know it, as it is today and just how, what it's like you know parenting to professional athletes and and seeing them at the top of their game and and that kind of stuff so it was it was yeah she was really fascinating and to she's very to. good 
uh, presenting, isn't she? Oh, absolutely. Good on her feet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then you've got to Lady Carnarvon from High yeah. Clear Castle. Yeah. So was that talking about the castle or talking about the series that's filmed in the castle well, as well? You know, it's interesting. I mean, if, most for speak for someone like her, yeah. you know, obviously the the castle itself is is a fascinating. I mean, I've been out there, but you know, to go visit and do the tour and everything, and it's a beautiful building, and it's so fascinating to kind of hear the history behind it. Um, but of course, you know, nothing. It, our members always have questions, and of course, it's going to turn to Downton Abbey and asking questions about that as well, too. So, <laughs> and one surprise guess that you had, which surprised me, Eddie the Eagle was on. Yes, yes, he was in a, on a couple of years ago. Goodness and me, very very popular, you know. A very entertaining speaker and you know he was i think it was right about the time that the movie was coming out or, or shortly maybe like a oh, year, okay. or two, so year or two after that timing. so exactly perfect timing exactly and talking of films you had uh, martin mccutcheon uh, of course from uh love actually yeah yeah brilliant that, so yeah did you... i did not that was okay. that I, that was bit that again i think that was a little bit earlier than than Got when you. i was any other favorites that you can recall you know it was interesting i was thinking about that when we were talking about the meetings and last year we had uh, nicholas mccarthy um with us and he is actually a one-arm classically trained pianist wow and he was so engaging and so inspirational and just talking about you know no one ever thought that he would become you know this beautiful pianist that he is and he overcame all the odds he was determined to do it it was his passion and it was really interesting listening to him so it was it was a very unexpectedly joyous kind of you know, a presentation, presentation him. for him. So, so who, who picks a guest for you? Who selects a guest? Um, we have, so our, our programs, uh, VP usually kind of works, um, on getting some names, but you know, all, all the members are welcome to make suggestions and they, you know, we, we've had people brought in, you know, through, um, through other, you know, members connections and, and someone who they know. So we really try to keep it open so that it doesn't get a little too, um, pigeonholed into, you know, certain, you know, certain topics or certain things, sure. but we always try to bring, you know, someone in from a, if we can bring someone in on sports or some, you know, someone on, on the theater, um, gardening is always a big topic for that people are always kind of interested in. Obviously, usually anything about the Royals, you know, whether it's someone who has, <laughs> you know, who, who's, who's a correspondent who's worked on it or his, you know, into, into tiaras or, or something like that, you know. So we, we try to kind of cover a, a wide variety of subjects. It's great. Really yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so lovely having Joyce in the studio today. Yeah, Joyce, thank you, thank so, you much. so much for coming. And Joyce is the uh, president for one year only. For one year. So yes. when did your turn start, by the way? Um, it started last May. So uh, my, my it'll come come to an end this May. And uh, the, yeah, we do. The whole board gets uh, elected every year. So we, we uh, do you become do you like work up through? The, is there a deputy post first before you <laughs> no, like a golf club? Because uh, they tend to do it that way, don't they? No, it's it's really whoever's interested in, in taking on the position. Um, so it's the same thing with all the board roles. If any, if someone's interested in, in taking on that role, then we, you know, that's why we kind of have a new board slate to vote uh, on. How each many people year. sit on the board? Uh, there's about 15 of us. Um, there's 12 voting members, and then there's a couple of appointed positions that, um, like, I have an advisor. We have a parliamentarian to kind of make sure that everything we're doing meets our bylaws and meets our, our PPMs and stuff. Okay. Um, so there's a few positions that are appointed roles. Um, so they don't get, they don't have a vote, but they get to participate in the discussion and, and that kind of stuff. So 
Now, the one thing we've not talked about, which I'm sure is very close to your heart, is the charities yeah. that you support. So tell us about that. Yeah. So um, every two years, we select a group of charities to work with. Um, so we are at the end of the two-year cycle right now. Um, we're currently supporting three different charities. Uh, we always try to make sure that we're doing something that is local to Berkshire and Surrey. Right. We know that there's great work that's being done on a national and international level, but we really feel like the place that we can make the most difference is with local um, organizations. So right now, we are currently working with uh, Together is One. Um, and I just saw on their social media that they were lucky to have the Prince and Princess of Wales just come by their facility uh, this week. Goodness. I know. I know. I was, That's I was, a coup. That was. That was. And they, um, basically, they help support young carers who are taking care of, fam- of you know ill family members or for whatever circumstances might be the ones in charge of kind of running things in their household. So it's a really, really nice organization. Um, we also work with uh, young people with dementia in Berkshire. Wow! And there, and that's it was interesting to me that anyone under the age of sixty or sixty-five that gets diagnosed with dementia is considered a younger person with dementia. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And um, and and that one is very close to me because my dad passed away a few years ago with Sorry dementia, and so it's it's something that I really appreciate. I know my mom would have really thrived in having a support environment like that had she had something like that by her in, in the U.S. So I think the work that they're doing is really important. Oh, it's key, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, again, you know, I was watching uh, Jackie Stewart on TV this morning. Of course, his wife has dementia, and you know, it's now one in three people. Yeah. Yeah. suffer with dementia yeah. and he was saying the more people die from dementia than they do from cancer yeah now which yeah. again shocked to me yeah exactly it was really interesting because for for the um the ypwd they had um they were they were featured on a show tv show at christmas time because one of the things that they find is really helpful for both the dementia pa- patients and for the the carers is they have a choir and yeah. so the TV camera was kind of following them around and kind of showing how even when someone is struggling on certain aspects, certain cognitive skills, certain you know life tasks, song still seems to be something that they can that they can easily do. So that was really that was really heartwarming to watch that. So so they're your charities, and, and then we have one more, which okay, is the yeah. um, Kevin Cruz Foundation, and that is um, Kevin. It, he, there's a panto every Christmas at the in Windsor, right? Um, but this the charity is t- kind of help get kids in, in, involved in the arts and kind of steering them and in, 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 inspiring them in that direction. So and how do you go about raising money for the charities during the year? What, what do you do? You know, we have a variety of activities. Um, like I mentioned, the vendors that come to our meetings, the, yep. the money that they pay for that stall um, is donated. Okay. We do fundraisers. We do, um, you know, we, we do a variety of different activities. Some of our activity leaders are really generous and donate the fee that they charge to our charities as opposed to collecting oh, it for nice. themselves. Yeah, yeah so great. Good stuff. Our inner artist uh, activity over the years has raised quite a bit of money um, in just, you know, people pay for the class but she doesn't keep any of it she just don't, donates it back which is really kind brilliant yeah and if people want to know more about your group what do they do well there are uh, you can visit us on social media we are on, we're on facebook and on instagram at just awbs international women's club and you can also find us online at aws um, awbs.org.uk and I suppose a point to end on, other than thanking you for coming into the studio today, Joyce, is 
um, the point you opened with, really, that you know, it started out as American women, yeah. but now it's not. No, it's really not. I mean, like I said, we have so many different countries represented. Um, there's a, a whole international contingent in the group. But I think it's also really important to remember, too, that we have a lot of British women that are involved. Um, sometimes it's women that British women who have been expats themselves and have come back and repatriated to their home country. And others who are just, you know, are local women who've kind of met people and kind of clicked and love getting involved and getting getting to do all the activities and everything else. So it's really open and welcome to everyone. And so if you're if you want to come check us out, everybody is always welcome to our general meetings. Um, and you'll see that information on our website as to when those are. And you can, you know, stop by and see if it's for you. Fantastic. So no one should be put off. It's open and inclusive and they yes. can come to any meeting that they like. Yes. Joyce, thank you so much for coming yeah, to Brooklyn. Thank you so much. It's been lovely chatting to you and uh, good luck for the coming year. All right. Thank you. Brooklyn's Radio.